0: Alright everyone, we are back for A Certain Point of View, episode number 3. I am Jake Pulin, your host, and I am joined today by Brian Abelicino, and we are here to be breaking down the schmodown of the week, and yes, we did miss last week, and we apologize. A lot of that is to blame for me because things are happening, um, but we are here to talk a number of good things going on in the world of schmodown and we're going to get right to it because we have a lot to talk about. Yes, um, we do. The way the show is going to work a little bit, we're going to be going through segments like we have in the past couple shows. Uh, we have some breaking news, some updates on the league, maybe some name changes, maybe some trades, maybe some revelations as far as the game goes. And then we're going to be getting into our match discussions, and we're going to be talking about two specific matches today, and that is Paul and Tom versus D13, and some are real sh- or shared in the two previous matches that happened. And then we're going to be moving on to our league update, which is points and previewing upcoming matches. And so, um, like I said, a lot to talk about and not a lot of time to do it. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead and get started uh, uh, with the trade that just happened. Um, this weekend a pretty big trade because it came directly
1: after a certain match that yeah. happened that we're going to be talking about uh, Brian why don't you break down what happened in this modem so uh, this kind of although it's new it kind of stems a little bit back from a uh, couple weeks before um, we know that video Drew originally was on the Burning Droogs, Um and Claudia Dolph ended up uh, she was originally on Dungeon so what we're getting at was, in the beginning, uh, Video Drew and the dungeon uh, made a trade. So now that... Uh, the Burning Drew's in the dungeon, correct? Yeah, the Burning yes. Drugs in the dungeon. Uh, that trade was Video Drew going to the, du- the dungeon for Claudia Dolph. So we had that happen. Then, Claudia Dolph <laughs> went from being on the Burning Drugs to corruption because... <laughs> Uh, of Bonnie Somerville's loss uh, to Brett Sheridan, and the Queen of Corruption not taking any losers, and sent them to sent her to the Burning Dukes for Claudia Dolph. Yeah, so Claudia Dolph has been kind of just jumping around. She's been a hot topic, man. She She's has. Been, there,
0: there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, aspects to this trade. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the first the first big one is that. Um, Shannon Barney once again shows that she's taking no prisoners no. Um, that she's here to make a statement that she's, she's here, here for, for business, business. Um, and she put out this message and she stayed classic queen of corruption with her message and basically said I'm cutting losers yep. Bonnie lost she didn't cut it I'm cutting her so I traded her butt and so um you know, unfortunately for Bonnie, she kind of gets to lose the, the the loss of the, or the the bad end of the stick, I should say. Yeah. Because um, I would much rather, personally, if I was competing, be on corruption than the Burning Drugs, in my in opinion. opinion. Um, and Claudia Dolph goes from someone who was with Kaiser, who's a good manager, right? Uh, on the dungeon, who's going to compete. Then she kind of gets dumped onto the Burning Drugs. But then she gets picked right back up and onto corruption, which is a big deal. And Christian has said multiple times to so look out for this girl in the showdown. Yeah. And we don't know much about her because we haven't seen her. Um, but it's very interesting because, I mean, the biggest thing to come from it is that, you know, Shannon Barney once again shows that, you know, I am who I am. I'm going to do what I want. And if you don't cut, if you don't
1: do what I want you to do, or if you don't win, you're gone. Yeah. Um. Someone, in my opinion, someone like Bonnie never really was gonna last on corruption (laughs) corruption it i mean bonnie high standards yeah bonnie only brought in 10 points um she she didn't seem like she was really like invested into it which if you're gonna be on corruption you kind of need to be invested in it um personally when i was watching this i kind of felt that uh, shannon barney was probably a little bit annoyed <laughs> with uh i More mean than this, likely. this was her debut yeah as a manager yeah. Yeah. and yeah we know it wasn't going to be like the most serious match of all time but you want to go out and take a w totally. and make a statement at least in some capacity this was not the way that you want corruption to start out at. totally um her statement may not have been the win but the statement was the literal statement that she said goodbye. I'm only going to have winners, yeah. and I mean this Look, is where uh, we're at.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. But I, I, I will also just kind of play devil advocate a little bit. When you bass, when you draft Bonnie Somerville, you kind of have to know what you're going to get with it. <laughs> yeah, like she, she obviously knows her 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 knowledge, but she's not going to be a consistent player. Like to be um, fair,
1: though, she was drafted eighth,
0: so she's I understand that. Pretty low. Look, I totally understand that. But if you're drafted eighth, you're not going to get a Mike Callanowski. You're not going to get a Chance Ellison, right? You're not going to get those type of players. So you kind of have to know what you're you're, you're getting with a Bonnie Somerville. Someone who she knows what she she knows. She's proven before that she knows knowledge or she has knowledge, excuse me. Um, But there's going to be times where she stumbles a little bit. There's going to be times where maybe she's too busy to do a match because she's (laughs) a working actress. (laughs) And, and, you know, there's the ongoing joke of she doesn't show up. And so um, I understand the trade like. Shannon's playing into the character. That's who she is as a manager. Yeah. She's gonna do this because that's what corruption does. Like that's who they are, and that's why she's the perfect manager for this faction. Yeah. But I I, I just want to point out that you know you have to understand who you're getting when you draft yeah. someone like Bonnie Somerville.
1: But I mean, to be fair, like this is a smart move. Like the, our Robert Meyer Burnett law has lost two trades this year so far. Okay. Here's my thing. I love Robert Meyer Burnett. He <laughs> makes me laugh. He is hilarious. You don't need to say yes to every single trade. Every well, <laughs> here's the funny thing: What if he's putting these trades out himself?
0: What uh, if he God. came for Bonnie Somerville and Shannon, just playing it off like it's her move?
1: Yeah, there's I mean, also
0: that side of it.
1: I, I doubt that's happening, but I understand. Like he he has great ideas. But there's 90% of the time you're going, What? <laughs> what is he wait, why did he do mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this point, like it's almost starting to look like anytime anyone wants to offer Robert Burnett a trade, he's gonna say yes. Yep. And that's and you need to stop because now you're starting to to make yourself look questionable with your team because it's, we don't know anything about Claudia What well, but yes. we know from what we've heard she's going to be at the very least if she gets decent. into the game she'll she'll be a, computer, a yeah. competitor so i mean at the very least she'll be a decent competitor that that could come back i mean you traded away video drew mm-hmm. you traded now Claudia Dolph Duff, Claudia Dolph's been on three teams and hasn't even mat, yeah, had a match yet ever. So I mean I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean I don't look, know. There's,
0: there's also the side of the fact that uh, we we question this trade from from Burnett because outside of uh, Deep Thirteen, which we'll get to in a little bit, how how well they they're performing at the moment and how good they do look, and um, outside of Ethan Irwin. His team is questionable. Yeah. His team is very questionable. Like, James White he took second overall um, for his team in the second round, and we don't, we've don't. we heard good things about him, but we don't know a lot because we haven't seen him yet, um, as far as the schmodown goes. Yeah. Um, We've heard good things about Warfather we'll see what what happens with him um, Justin Kroll knows this stuff because he's a he's a he's a breaker of news and so he's gonna know a lot of things Jenna Bush and Josh uh, uh, Qu- Quevedo or Quevedo, um don't really know a whole lot about so right now his team isn't that strong from what we see on the outside yep. they very well may perform well but as far as we know it's not very strong you trade away you get you you trade away video Drew to begin with. Okay, someone who could have easily added something to your team. Yeah. Given to even made uh you made uh Kaiser stronger and you get Claudia Dolphin return, which from what we heard, great player. Yeah. Then you trade that person away for someone who has underperformed so far and has a reputation of not showing up, which is a big deal, essentially making that person a fifty percent player and dwindling your team even more. Yeah. He's making very questionable decisions, and for all we know, he could have this master plan. Who knows with Robert Meyer Burnett? We have no clue. But at the moment, from the outside, it looks like he's making very, very dumb decisions.
1: Yeah, it's the hardest thing for me to understand is, like, I'm looking at our sheets, and you have a good handful of every single team has people With stats. There's a good core. Yeah, you've got like a stat. You know kind of where these players stand. With his, it's a lot of empties.
0: Well, and Winnie Seibold and Alonzo Dorado at the moment, like Alonzo Dorado, he's a teams guy. Yeah. Doesn't do singles. Winnie Seibold has done singles in the past which means he'll probably do them again. But right now, he's kind of thriving in teams with Alonzo. Especially, really, yeah. Really, your own, only singles guy at the moment is Ethan Irwin. James White's going to compete, but we don't know what we're going to see from him. That's a scary core to go off of.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're not going to win a belt with Bonnie Somerville. No. I'm sorry. It's you're not, not. It's not. You're not. So, but And then you've got almost four other people where you don't know really anything about it maybe
0: them. he's done his homework and, and that's that's different from us because we're yeah. on an outside perspective but it's it's
1: really really it, yeah it's it leaves you scratching your head <laughs> and it's funny because every single time you see christian's post there's been a trade you're like oh who's it gonna be and it always is yep. to his team yep. so it's just like you're kind of just like what what's what is he going mm-hmm. for? Like, what is the the goal? But I mean, that, that 13 has, who knows if he has a master plan? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure in his mind, he has a master plan, but if it's to win teams, I mean, that's our next topic. In- yeah. I mean, let's yeah. Get into
0: like the trade, the trade is the trade. We'll see how it ends up. You know, if Bonnie competes, I mean, look, Christian said from the very beginning that, um, even though you're part of the faction part of the team there's a chance that some players may not even get matches because there's so many competitors yeah and and major matches take precedence obviously for certain reason because those people are competing in in for titles or tournaments or whatever you know be. you exactly and so um robert my Burnett may have just gotten a player who doesn't compete the rest of the year yeah and in a in a system that's all about points that that's a big thing big thing to, yeah. to give up and so uh but yes yeah, so let's get let's get to the team uh, team matches in the match discussions the team that's gonna that could look like it's gonna win Burnett a bunch of points this year a bunch of matches um, that is the Paul and Tom versus D13 team before we get to the match a little bit uh, our pre-match pre expectations I think both of us had said that we expected Paul and Tom to win yeah. um, on paper they were the more uh, they were the more Pro-pro-ven. popular team more more powerful looking
1: team uh, they just looked a little bit better as far as movie knowledge they goes. Were, they were proven I mean Tom hadn't dropped more than like yes. four questions and Paul is
0: Paul's Paul Preston Paul, he's he's yeah, kid. exactly so
1: He he's one of the guys to look out for this year for sure and
0: so we expected that but we had said or maybe it was just me who said that to to not count out Alonzo Duralde and Whitney Seibel because they had both proved themselves before yeah but it all depend on how the game treated them as far as uh categories and and certain questions and the game treated them with categories certain questions because um I'm not going to say they demolished Paul and Paul and Tom, but they beat them pretty good as far as the game goes. And they showed that they should be a team to be worried about.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, they did fall. Paul and Tom did fall into their Uh, own trap of giving, them well, like, and, and uh, Kate has come out on record and said that that was a
0: decision by, by all of them. And she gave that explanation after the match of like, if we gave it to them, it couldn't land on us. Yeah, but you also need to do your homework about strengths and weaknesses. And exactly. clearly, that
1: was Alonzo's strength. Yeah, and I mean, you make mistakes, mistakes can come back to bite you in the butt. And in this case, it did. Um, I mean, if it was not his strength we would probably be seeing a different outcome. Yes. Um so I mean it's it's pure luck and chance at, for the most part. If you especially if you don't know fully what someone's strength or weakness is and this just happened to be the catalyst that helped push them towards this win, but with or without that category mm-hmm. This was a high scoring had, uh, D13 game. Team
0: broke the team's record
1: thirty six. Uh, I thought they tied it.
0: Uh, maybe it was a tie. I think it, it was might have tied. Been tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: thirty six points versus the thirty three <laughs> points is a freaking lot of points. <laughs> and they didn't even answer that last question. You are correct. So if they, we could have seen what, a forty point breaker. Exactly. So with or without the wheel, granted the wheel gave them a good chunk of points. It was going to be a high yeah, it, scoring If I'm not match. mistaken,
0: uh, after the first round, it was 15 to 16. Yeah, it so was, it was it was a very and both Paul and Whitney both had perfect rounds. Yeah, and that I mean they started off hot, and the match was a hype from the get go, and it, it definitely lived up the hype. Um, yeah, we had mentioned uh, it was Festival Darlings that they gave them yeah, with the category, Darlings. and then Paul and Tom landed on Opponent's Choice, mm-hmm. which kind of put them in a little bit of a hole as well. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the turn I as far as we get to the turning point of the match, it's clearly the festival darlings move. Yeah. Um they took time on it and they just happened to choose the wrong category. And Alonzo mm-hmm. just he said after the match, it I've done it for the past thirty years. I'm a festival coordinator, like this is what I do. Yeah. And a Simple mistake. It just it led you. into their favor. And so um but that's nothing to take away from deep thirteen because um Whitney has played with Bibiani in the past, you know, he 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 clearly knows the game, he's playing for a long time, he knows his stuff, and Alonzo uh, was pl- uh, paired with Matt Atchety and they had their run with Paddington too, and they clearly know their stuff, but the thing with them is that they complement each other very yeah. well. They know different things, and they know when this person needs to take this category
1: or this question, and that plays heavily in a team's match, and they clearly show with their point total. And I am I feel like we're on the hate Robert Meyer Burnett squad right now, but he wasn't there. We and don't, that, that storyline is going to be very interesting. Exactly, And there were some digs, undertoned digs, that seemed to be coming up for the fact that he wasn't there. Now, could it have been different by him being there? He does tend to take a, a bit away of, of your spotlight, and maybe that messes with you. It was strictly them two playing extremely well off of each other and i mean to be honest like the way they were playing i have a hard time thinking of any of those wheel categories where they wouldn't have just like at least come out they're very well rounded they're it, that, very well rounded and that's i think going to be something that is going to be an extreme strength for them because there are very few teams that complement each other as well as those two do as far as strength, strength, weakness, weakness. Off the top of my head right away, like Shazam is like one of those only other teams where it's like your weakness is my strength, your strength is my weakness type stuff. Stunning Fathers and, is in that a category and, yeah, as well. I mean, there's there's the top tier teams do that. Yeah, but. and seeing how they played, they could find themselves easily. Easily in a top tier well, yeah, team, especially if they
0: they they keep doing well. They're going to be putting more matches. Yeah. Um, did you happen to see the video Robert Meyer Bennett put out on his own YouTube channel? Oh no! He put out a ch- no. He put out a video uh, talking about the match and how they won. Oh, yeah. Acting like he was there, like oh, like they're this was expected, blah blah, blah and essentially like just kind of grazing over the fact that they were giving him shade at the match mm. and kind of trying to be like the manager aspect of it so that storyline is going to be very interesting going interesting. forward to seeing how oh, that I plays that. It. yeah you'll check it out it's pretty funny yeah it's just like a, a minute a two a rant essentially from rb yeah, about so. that stuff so rmb so
1: uh all right well let's get to the second match on this um i will say before we go on don't sleep on paul and tom either no, well, i thought th- like so we kept we hyped up deep 13 but paul yeah, and let's, tom,
0: let's get to, let's get to that before we do move on yeah. um the biggest thing going in that we talked about is that if they can work together because there's such vastly different types of people yeah. and players inside the game and Tom worked so well with video Drew because they were both just so weird. <laughs> and then they, they both were just like that kind of, they complemented each yeah, other. Yeah, And we saw it in the introduction scene when she's like, talking to herself and tom comes over he's just standing there and yeah. uh so that was always the question is if they can meld or, or mesh together and they will but it's gonna take time exactly it's gonna, like they're gonna have to figure out how to play each other tom is gonna have to figure out how to play with tom or paul paul is gonna have to figure out how to kind of corral tom in yeah and focus like in on his type of play um but i do think they're very similar to deep 13 in the fact that they complement each other they they do. have very different strengths um, and as they kind of go along, that could that could be a huge benefit,
1: yeah, no, absolutely it's the first time they've played with each other, mm-hmm. you're still figuring your partner out, so you don't really know at that point what's gonna work and they landed on opponent's choice opponent's choice can be the kiss of death um, and that it wasn't the true kiss of death kiss of death in the sense of where you just wipe yourselves with like a zero in that whole entire category, but it, it did hurt them in that case. We If it would have landed in one of their strengths, again, we could have seen a different outcome. The wheel literally was the turning point of this match. Well, 100%. There was no doubt about it. That middle second round, it was completely a, a roll of the dice yeah. chance. Yeah. And that's where it fell in. This match literally just came down to luck almost in the sense of the where the category landed. yeah and
0: and the these players whether it's singles or teams because they're both going to compete in both um these are kate and grace's uh golden children absolutely um, the first two picks of their team you know tom went first paul went second um so they're going to put whatever they can whatever kind of resources they can into making them great mm-hmm. and whether it takes time or not they're going to be there at the end of the year yeah i mean paul went flawless
1: yeah and i think Which i think is- amazing because that's what usually tom does and yes. if paul's pulling that they're, during they during the team
0: at the end of the year the team's tournament if they get on a groove this is a team to look out for, for absolutely sure. um okay let's move on to the second match of last week and that is the bonnie Somerville versus brett sheridan match uh scn live civil war number two um and and just you know a little plug both of our reactions to these matches up are up on the channel um very cool matches to react to uh different outcomes for both of us in the matches are very fun as far as playing the game for both of us but a little pre-match expectations for this one i mean we we didn't expect it to be a shootout from either of them no we Um, didn't expect
1: 25 26 yeah
0: and we expected a fun vibrant uh kind of just interesting different type of match for the schmodown and it lived up to that name and that hype um it was the outcome i was hoping for uh i wanted brett to win and i'm so happy he did i think it was like just a cool moment for SchmoDown fans in general because yeah. he's so popular um outside of the game and he's such a big personality that people love on sen um seeing him <laughs> just score 11 points and beat someone like bonnie somerville who's been playing the game for a long time uh, is a cool thing but uh you know, we we talked about it today on we put it up on Twitter, but it, the yuck yucks
1: lived up to the name. Oh god! And yeah. the trivia, I mean, it was good trivia as well. Yeah, it was definitely your uh, side splitting laughter episode, <laughs> yeah. and um, it 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 was a, for those two, it was a good match because yes. it wasn't a blowout. It, it was some Bonnie had uh, an zero two record coming mm-hmm. in. It was hit, uh, Sheridan's debut, so that. As far as matchup, they were going into it evenly matched, and the final score came out eleven that to way. eleven to ten. Um, so, I mean, it was—if I'm not mistaken—it was
0: five to four after the first round, eight to eight after the second <laughs> round, and then eleven to ten final. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, like you weren't looking. This wasn't going to be your juggernaut match. Yeah. You weren't higher th- scoring than we thought, though. <laughs> <That> is <laughs> Which true. is you know, it's sad, but. Um, <laughs> But I mean, it it was a fun match. It was a a nice debut for Sheridan. It helps the Den absolutely, and we we'll get, get to those points a little bit later on. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, and I mean, Bonnie was Bonnie, but like she didn't just come out there and just. Take it for nothing. She, so she was definitely competing. Exactly.
0: And I think, I think for both of them, more so Bonnie, it's more about learning the, the game aspect. Like, for example, she used all three of her JTEs in the first round. We
1: had one JTE rule at the End of the first round yes. left between two competitors. So it, it's
0: definitely more so about learning the game and just understanding. Like, okay, I need to take it here. Maybe I need to save it for here. Luckily, both of them understood the multiple choice because a lot of people don't. Um, she had the one uh, uh, fl- flop, I guess you could say, is when she said, "I don't know," like yeah. I, I like pass or something like that. Which I understand that if you don't know the question, that's fine. Some people don't answer it. Um, but that's where JTE could come in handy. Absolutely. And so it's about understanding, like, if you're gonna get to a third round, especially when you're playing someone like Brett, save those for later on because you know points matter, obviously, but the points in later in the match definitely matter more than the ones in the beginning of the match. Uh, yeah. Especially in a match against something someone like that.
1: If you know you can build your lead in the beginning, then yeah, absolutely. Like I'm, t- but you need to be building like f- at least a five to ten it, point lead. There's, there's definitely a difference between. Th-
0: Understanding what the question is and knowing it and asking for JT or just asking for the JT to see if you can come up with it. Yeah. You have to understand when to use it properly to whether it's
1: going to matter or not matter. Yeah, a couple of times it was almost just like I was talking and I wasn't paying attention. Exactly. Can you exactly. just repeat it? Yes. And that's going to cost you in the end. Yes. Um, But in this type of case where it's, I mean, it's sad to say, but like those singular points in the beginning were pretty Big and yeah. long one. Yeah, 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 and for yeah, yeah, this totally. type of match. Totally. Um but I mean, you're never gonna see Bonnie going up against Ethan Irwin. No, I mean it was a it was like a, that. a battle of a pick eight and a pick nine.
0: Yeah. So it, it's it's, yeah.
1: it's the match it lived up to. Yeah. So. It's it's one of those ones where you win, you'll scrape some points out for your team. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see these ones probably. In your tournaments or your your title matches, but lower matches do get your team points. And if you're playing, if players like this are playing, you do have to take it serious. Absolutely, like you do. And,
0: and I'm not saying Bonnie didn't take it serious, but Brett took a little bit more serious. Yeah. As far as you could tell, that it, it meant a little bit more to him, um, uh, just by the response of Bonnie saying it was only by one point. It was only by one point. Yeah. Like. I understand this by one point, but I mean I still would have been upset if I lost. Yeah, like, me too. You know, I, I get that it's just it's a game and everything, but in a league like this, and that's exactly why Shannon traded her. Yeah. It's exactly why Shannon traded her. And so um nothing against her. Like uh I think it's it's everything we expected from both of them. Um definitely some softball questions, but it's expected. Um I think as they both get Kind of more, a little bit more uh, familiar with the game. It'll be a little bit more smoother for both of them. Well, we'll see with Bonnie now. With yes, where she is. Um, um, I just that pairing's gonna be very interesting with R B M or R M B and uh Bonnie. It's gonna be very
1: interesting to see how that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be almost minimal yeah, when we I agree see. Too. It. But Brett, you could see thrown into a a new contender totally. person type match. Totally. He could
0: definitely. He could after
1: the way he played if if he kind of gets
0: used to it there's a number of players on this list i'm looking at the drafting and how the teams are you know the bottom the bottom picks people that don't compete all the time you know that he
1: can definitely compete alongside after the way he played this past week yeah i mean if you need like a scraper of a match where it's like just a low and low just to get like maybe everyone's busy that week there might as well that could be a good chunk of points well, for your
0: team and like round two for him you know he got he got meryl streep because he landed on opponent's choice and they chose meryl streep and he went to multiple choice and he got a lot of points yeah i got a lot of points
1: uh and that's the thing multiple choice if you gets you points it gets you points yeah. where to the point where you could win by one that's why when people say pass on some of those categories or i don't know i don't so much have a problem with it if you know that your opponent is probably not knowledgeable in that totally. section because totally. you're going from maybe them stealing one point to two points. And two points is a lot in a game like this. Totally. So um, real quick uh, on that match, um, the winner of this match was supposed to play
0: Ben Goddard, but there's a rule that essentially says a faction can deny a, deny a uh, match if it's teammate versus teammate because of the points
1: uh, aspect of it. And so we'll see if that happens or not. We got um, a, we got a, a Kate's little comment at the end that anyone that turns down oh, Christians yes, exactly. like, tends to be not talked to. Yeah, yeah, given yeah, matches, so, but so. we'll see what happens. Um I, I will just say this. And there was a a, a, a bet of a date uh, between Bonnie, but isn't that if I, she
0: won? I think it was if she won, yeah. 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 Um I I think I'll just say this the, the match that I would love to see after watching this is a Brett Sheridan versus Josh McCuga. I I think Makuga knows more Makuga knows more but just in general like I want to see that match like Karloff if you're listening to this Please make that match happen. That, I, that never crossed my mind. Now that Makuga mind. is, is he's done filming his show, I would. that's the match I want to see.
1: Makuga versus Sheridan. Oh, man. That never crossed my mind. Who, who, that which was, team is Makuga on? Is he swag? Uh, he's swag, yeah, correct? He's swag. Uh, Could because, you imagine
0: it's Kate versus Winston again with Makuga and Sheridan? Oh, my God. <laughs> if you want a funny
1: side. Yeah. You know – I wouldn't count Sheridan no, out of would that I, match. No, 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 neither would I I all. would not because not Kate would probably, like, make him study. Well, well Makuga McCougar, has been so
0: busy that he can't study. It's all it's, off of just what you know, and that's that's why I think it would be a cool match. Yeah, that – you got some good ideas We got idea to see that happen soon. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right, well, let's move on to our final part of the show. It's the league update, and we're going to start off with the points here because we just talked about it. Um, and last week before this, these last couple matches happened, um, the Finsock exchange was tied with the usual suspects and the burning Drews all at first place with two points. But because of the Ben Goddard match, because of, um, Sheridan. Brett Sheridan's match, the den
1: comes up at first place. And how does that come out, Brian? Uh, so we have the den right now at uh, first place with four points, which it's funny. Cause we were thinking like, dang, Finstock Exchange is going to have a death grip on the league for a while. The den cleaned up. Yeah. So
0: this they th- three, they, they and if Paul and Tom would have won, they would have even cleaned up even more. Yeah. And um and real quick, thank you to the Tobias Tobias Bros, um, T Squared T Squared T Squared on Facebook for the for for the image. You guys have been doing it, it clutching up every single week, and it looks awesome. It does look um, awesome. Go to Toby Thron's nerd blog, and you guys can see it. Love the graphics and the way it's broken down. So thank you for that.
1: Yeah. So um. As of right now, we've got the Dennett number one with four points, uh, two wins, one loss. Uh, we got the Finn Stock Exchange and the usual suspects tied uh, for second place, uh with they're both one and oh, two points. Uh the Burning Drugs are in fourth place uh with two points, and that is because they do have a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh they're one and one, whereas the other two are one and oh. Uh Corruption and Swag are both with zero points. But in fifth place because they have played a match at 0 and 1. Uh the Corky Mercs are at seventh place, 0 and 2, with zero points because they've had those two matches. And then the Rockstars and the Dungeon both at essentially eighth and nine, but only they because haven't they haven't played they a have match. Played yet. So, so, yeah. yeah, I mean look, as of right
0: now, it we, we said it before the season even started. The Den had uh, Kate had a really good draft. Yeah. Um uh, we, we expected them to be here um, as the season kind of gets along more and has more teams are playing uh, we'll definitely see how it shapes out more and kind of how it shakes up but as of right now it does look like I expect it to um, it's still definitely just still a little bit of a slow start we're kind of getting the groove of the season and we'll see how it shapes up more but as of right now I think it's the point system and the factions are working out great it's changing and it's fun to watch It's sport. Um, it's, it's so cool now. with the trades and how everything's kind of going and uh, it's just such a, a cool time for the Down because it's just an intense, uh, fun league to be a part of because of everything that's been happening, like cutting players and trading and the, the managers. Look, the and managers
1: talking. It's Shan, so like, fun. It's, it's, I love seeing like a reason for why people are getting traded. Shannon throwing that little quip up there of <laughs> that. Or you have um, these trades that come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's it's brilliant. It's it's a sport now. Yes, it's an absolute sport.
0: Yes. Uh, all right. Well, that's gonna that's gonna shift us to our our final part of the show. Is we're gonna be previewing uh, the matches for the upcoming week and we have two of them this week luckily uh we have patreon access to uh the first one um and we'll be doing our reaction here after the show won't be up until later this week and that is the cuckoo's mess versus the real rejects um and that is if i'm not mistaken the real rejects are quirky mercs quirky mercs and who are the The dungeon the dungeon so the dungeon versus quirky mercs okay dungeon's debut that is awesome. So, and that is all because Video Drew was traded to the Dungeon, yep. um, which is a big thing. And so, uh, we're good to see the Quirky Works um, after not seeing them for a while uh, after the New York Live event, and Kaiser making his debut for 2020, which will be a fun
1: match. Who do you have in that match? I have a feeling I know you have. Uh, I'm going to go with the Dungeon. <laughs> uh, I I do not know as I know the real rejects have been around for a while. Um, I'm. A little bit unfamiliar with them compared to someone like video video Drew, who I adore, and I think her with Kaiser is genius. I was a little bit upset when she got drafted by Robert Meyer Burnett. So when because you wanted Tom her and Tom together, well, not not even the fact that I wanted. Obviously, everyone wanted them to stay together. But I didn't see her meshing well with Robert mm-hmm. Meyer Burnett. I didn't. I Got it. F- her character in that, it just didn't. It didn't feel like it was going to fit. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Her with uh, Kaiser, perfect, perfect. Like I could see that. I feel like he is going to be someone that will work very well as it's a manager just, it's, for her
0: I, i'm more i'm more so looking to the personality oh the personality is gonna be hilarious the way that kaiser is gonna handle her is gonna be very funny
1: it's going it's going to be hilarious but for me manager wise i think she is great for him yeah i think she's probably looking through it maybe even one of if not the best manager for her because I don't see her doing well with the Finn stock. I don't see her doing well with the Robert Meyer Burnett. It, there's uh, even Roxy. Like I like those. I just it just doesn't seem like it fits. The only those, other manager
0: I would see is Kate. Yeah, yeah. Pro- the only and, the only two. And then would the loony. It's Kate and Kaiser. Yeah,
1: and then we would have just had the Looney bit. Yeah. Um. So Rick Hong, her partner. I don't know. We don't know about. anything about
0: him at the moment. Right now, he's the other
1: Tom. Yeah, he's, he's new Tom. Um, we don't know where. The, the Cuckoo's Mess is a brilliant name for them. Yeah, a um, thousand percent. And so I, I'm curious to see how this goes. I, I mean, I am rolling the dice by picking a team with someone that's unknown. Video Drew, we only know a little. I mean, she's only played. She did. I mean, her and Tom were a, a force, and they stole the hearts of a lot of people last mm-hmm. year. Um, Real Rejects. They're not a team to sleep on either, especially when you have Coy managing a team. Coy is a manager, and he is like, he's going to be one of those managers that I feel like you need to to watch out for too. Moving forward, He's, he's serious about it. Yeah, and with the people that he has, he has a team that fits him very well. And that's why I, I, I'm I not sleeping on real rejects. Well, I'm, I'm going
0: to take real rejects. Okay. I, I am. You I think and I it's, always it's, picking opposites. It's uh, simply based on that. I always do this, but it's simply based on just I know them a little bit more at the moment. Um, and I think uh, we, we've seen Greg Alba uh, a, a little bit more in singles, and he's done the free-for-all and stuff like that. And I'm forgetting the name of his partner for which his uh, real partner rejects. it is it was
1: oh my god uh, is what it? is his name his name is um we got our list uh john humphrey john humphrey that's what it's sorry. sorry and i even i watched their
0: videos so i literally I have it right totally yeah um so I, i've seen it we've seen them before they haven't done a ton of stuff uh, we haven't seen a lot of them, but I have a feeling with, like you said, Koi behind them in their corner um, is going to help, and I think it may become a little bit more serious because it is really like a league this year. Yeah, It's more sport-oriented. Um, it's Pre-this more... match,
1: they're 1-5. Uh, and
0: Yeah, so uh, and I, I think that uh, they do have a chance, and it may just come down to, just like we talked about with Paul and Tom, um, Drew, Video Drew and uh, Rick Hong just working together and seeing how they play together and how their knowledge... Uh, Based up, but I think that I do think that uh, Greg Alba and John Humphrey do have a chance to start up a season pretty strong on this one.
1: Yeah, uh, my I have a feeling here. The only thing that worries me with Kaiser is Kaiser's in a very much situation of Robert Meyer Burnett where we have a lot of people we don't know. Um, But Rick Hong was his eighth pick, Video Drew is a top four Mm -hmm. pick. He's not going to give her someone that is not going to work well with her, A, because her personality, you you obviously can't just give her anyone. Yeah. Two, there has to be some type of connection there to work in order to make a good team like that fit, because you're not going to go get a video Drew and then put some st- I was going to say schmo, but some nobody uh, to be her partner just to have a team. You're not going to just waste that. And it's his debut. Yeah. You're not going to put your debut as a manager of someone. I mean, we know him from basically Smets. Smets mm-hmm. is his go to. If you want to be taken seriously, so you're going to, in debut, you want to have a good showing. And I think. There's more to this than we know.
0: No, there's definitely a chance that that the dungeon could could swap up some points here and, and get
1: themselves into the into the mix with the top of the charts. Um, I will say though, Corey's going to need to dig himself out of a hole if he does lose this. Yeah, a uh, little bit.
0: Well, the cool thing here is that you don't lose any points. Um, that that's good for them. Um, but we will definitely see what happens. Look, whatever. If they do lose, let's let's be honest here. They have. They have a real chance to to pick up points down the road with Bibiani or Meyer because they're both going to yeah. be there. The they're only both going to have a lot of matches. The only so. thing that
1: also makes me think is Vio Drew is a New York person. Mm-hmm. so Well, she's been out here a lot, though, she lately. She has been out here and a lot. And she seems like she's committed to doing it. Absol- so. Absolutely. So it's like if you're going to use her, you want to get those points. Totally,
0: totally, totally. I, I think for a player like that, you you definitely um you make time for those kind mm-hmm. of matches. So. Um, all right well any final thoughts on this this week Brian I mean stuff that we're previewing this week we got uh, Cuckoo's Mess and oh we have one more to preview actually if I'm not mistaken oh yeah that's right it um, was um, Riley, well, Riley and, and Janine which is a big match before that, we get out of here this is this is uh, one of the more exciting matches that I'm looking forward be. to uh, we have a two-time champ in Mark Riley um, Yodi Riley uh, picking up his singles run again in 2020 um, one of the veterans probably the longest running player in the league at the moment oh uh, no that's that's Makuga at the moment um, That's so funny. I thing. know, right? <laughs> uh, so uh, we have Riley picking it up and he's going against Janine the Machine. And Janine is on which team? Team Usual suspects. Usual suspects who already have a match this season. But look, Sam and Janine together
1: is a match that people should be scared of. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean,. Which is crazy to think that people should be scared of those two together? Because Janine alone is scary on her own. How and good look, she is.
0: We we know what Riley is. We know he's part of the Finsock exchange. We understand that. So there's we're not counting him out whatsoever. But it's Janine and Sam. And Janine, I said at the beginning of the year, Janine's that is she's if she picks up her stride like she's been growing each year. She is a singles player that everyone needs to be afraid of. Yeah. She really is. And I, I do think that she's gonna she's gonna win. So I do. do I? I think that she's gonna she's we gonna take it from round on this on one. one. Yeah.
1: I, I do too. I feel like she's going to come out with a force yeah. this year. She's and she's excited, man. She, she loves this game. Yeah, she was she was loving the draft when we were there. And she is someone that I feel like in singles you need to be scared of. Totally, 100%. And especially with where she is, the team she has, in in the usual suspects, she's going to be someone that if you get put up against, you're going to go, oh, crap. Yeah, totally. Like, I agree. So, I completely agree. I mean, not sleeping on Riley at all, but she she's someone that, like, for me, if I was competing, I would be scared of. She she's you know, we do the we do the
0: awards over on Apocalypse and we do that breakout category and we kind of classify it as like even if they've been working as someone who's like broken out of the league. Yeah. And clearly Janine's been around, she's done a live and stuff, but I feel like 2020 is going to be like the breakout year oh, absolutely. for her to be like one of the top contenders in the league, kind of like what the kid did last year yep. um, with being on Shazam and then kind of going through it. and not like, kind of like struggling through the tournament, but then he came out in New York and really, you know, crushed it. I feel like this is going to be like Janine's year.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it also works. It's beautiful because we need a dominant female right now. Well, we, well we, without
0: we, without... Clark and, and Rachel there. That's where we I would need a going. replacement for that. And there's definitely those those women. Like we have video Drew, right? You know, Claudia Dolph seems like someone who's gonna pick that up mm-hmm. a little bit. We have a couple others, but I think Janine's like the one to kind of really pick up the mantle. I
1: do too. I think she's going to be she's that, the most consistent. Yes. And I think she's going to be a female powerhouse and staple mm-hmm. moving forward that personally I would not want to get matched up against because I just her alone knowing what she could do would make me a little nervous and could throw you off a game yeah and, and to add to the women and because i know there's a number of the names i've read but
0: someone like rachel Silvestrini, when we see her pop up well, we were screaming at, we the, were draft, right like, her at the draft why is and no we one could taking not believe her. that she dropped as far as she did um she is definitely someone to look out for i mean obviously janine and video drew um Let's see. We have let's see, a couple other names. I'm going to say a- Liz Shannon Miller, too. Liz Shannon Miller is always someone to look out for. She's debuted. She's had a couple matches before, and she's really shown. Uh, Stacy Howard. St- Stacy Howard is a staple in the league. Um, obviously, Laura Kelly in the Star Wars division. Uh, Mark Knopik in uh, coming back in the inner geekdom. You know, Cla- like we mentioned, Claudia Dolph coming in. We don't really know a lot God, about her. I forgetting she's around, and she- she's someone to. Emily Rose Jacobson happening in, in Atlanta in a few weeks, uh, going up against uh, Alex Damon. Um, there's a lot of good women, women Clark, can, Kelly. yes there's a lot of good women that could be taking over the league and, and really making a name for themselves um, and so it, it's very exciting it's very exciting I think Clark and Rachel uh, left some big shoes to fill but they are
1: well filled with the, the, oh, abso- in the league absolutely. absolutely I couldn't agree more uh, alright well any last thoughts now uh, before we get out of here no I this week has got good matches that yeah, I'm very excited to see and, honestly that Janine match I'm like I'm, I'm excited for it. yeah that'll be on like, Friday and
0: uh, we'll be able to do a reaction to that uh, trying and get up as soon as possible um, with our schedule sometimes it's a little bit hard it's specifically Clone my Wars. worst schedule Clone Wars yeah. Clone Wars comes <laughs> out and, and, but maybe we can squeeze in the match um, uh, beforehand and so uh, we will try our best so it'll either be up on Friday evening or Saturday morning so look out for that um, but for now this is a certain point of view guys so thank you for joining us if you have not joined us before thank you for joining us for the first time if you have thank you for joining us again we really really appreciate it you guys can find us on twitter where we post up all the matches have a little bit of conversation there as well um and of course our, our podcast the weekly podcast is up on audio so anchor apple spotify uh i think the apple one is still kind of going through a little bit there's a process with them as far as verifying and stuff so that's still in question but it's happening soon i promise on that 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 rate but we are up on google and everything else like that as well and so uh that is brian i am jake this is a certain point of view thank you guys for joining us and our preview of this week's matches as well as the reviews of last week's make sure you guys check out our reactions to play along and of course comment we love the comments and hear you guys' thoughts on not just the podcast but the matches and maybe some questions that we can answer on the show we'd love to hear those from you guys um, but until then we'll see you guys next week thanks for joining us